Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, guys. I hope you're having a good week. I'm having a good week. It's just a little crazy over here. It's the end of summer. Kids are going back to school. They need a zillion things. And yeah, so it's just a little bit chaotic, but it's great, too. I'm excited for the end of summer. You guys, we made it. <laughs> I'm so pumped to get back into a routine and rhythm. But our son, Zach, is actually moving school. So it's been a whole thing. We're trying to like learn the new language, learn the new system, all the things. So really excited. And I can go into in a future episode kind of why we're making that move for him. But Kenzie's staying at the same school and she's a senior this year. So there's a lot of exciting things with that as well. And a little bit of I'm sad. It's her last first day of school. It's her last first everything for this year. And, you know, it can be a little emotional. But anyways, I'm not going there yet because we're just enjoying the moment. So but yeah, I hope you are getting ready for fall. I know we're coming into fall pretty soon here. Okay, today's episode, you guys, I am so, so excited about today's episode. Today's episode is with my friend Terry Gibbler. Terry is amazing. You guys, if you have lived any life at all and you're carrying, well, just listen to Terry. But let me just tell you, if you've been through some life, this episode will encourage you. Terry is so relatable. She's so down to earth. She's so articulate in her She's just awesome. You guys are going to want to be her best friend. She's an amazing woman, and I just admire her so much. And it's so funny. She was so nervous to come on the podcast because she doesn't do this kind of thing, right? She's never been on a podcast or anything like that. She doesn't speak, you know, in front of people or anything like that, really, right? Oh, my gosh. You guys, she killed it. She did amazing. I am so proud of her, and it's so fun to see, especially my students, like, step out of their comfort zones and do something new. And so anyways, I'm, I'm just really pumped. So Terry's a part of the Feel Better journey and that's my group coaching program. And we were talking about that as well in the episode. So speaking of the Feel Better journey, you guys, if you've been thinking about it and praying about it and you just feel like you need some extra support in this season, my goodness, you guys jump in, go to the show notes right now, click through the link and sign up. And yes, absolutely, it's an investment in yourself. And I know, I know it is so hard to spend money on ourselves at times. We'll spend a gazillion dollars on other people. We'll sacrifice and bend over backwards for others. But when it comes to sacrificing or, or bending over backwards for ourselves, we don't do it. Like we are just not great at self-care and soul care and, and all of that. And I know because when we do something for ourselves, some of us feel selfish or we feel guilty, right? And you guys, this is one of the things that we work through in the feel better journey about learning to prioritize our soul needs right 
not just our physical needs or, or, or all of that, but you guys, sometimes we're struggling with emotions because some fundamental needs are not met in us. And it's a whole thing. And we go through a ton of strategies and tools and concepts that we work through. That's why it's a 10 week process. You guys, the community is amazing. Trust me, you guys, you will never regret spending money on yourself to better yourself. You would never regret investing in yourself and your emotional, spiritual, phys I mean, all the things, you guys, it's so worth investing in yourself. You guys, you are worth it. Trust me, no matter what you're feeling or no matter what someone's told you, like you are worth having an opportunity to feel better and to learn how to take care of yourself in a really soul nourishing way. And that's what the Feel Better journey is all about. You guys, life's just too short to live bound up and unfulfilled. And no matter how successful you are, you guys, if you've ever said to yourself, like, I'm really great at taking care of business, but I struggle at taking care of myself. Oh my gosh, sign up for the Feel Better journey. Like that is what we're doing. You guys, I'm pumped. We just ended our last session and it went phenomenal. And I'm so excited. I love these human beings. I love this community. I'm all in. And if you take the leap and get all in, trust me, I am right there holding your hand through this whole thing. We've got men's groups. We've got women's groups. Don't let anything hold you back from investing in yourself and taking care of your soul. You are worth it. Okay, enough for me. Enjoy this conversation with Terry. Love you guys. And I'll be in touch in a couple of days. You want to start with how we met? Okay, we were on a retreat and I walked into a room with, I don't know how many women, but it was probably over 50. And unfortunately, I have this thing inside of me that I don't really get along well with women. And I kind of have a lot of fear in that. So I walked in the room, I see all these women, and I'm like, oh, holy moly, where's the door? I don't know where I'm going to go because I'm on top of a mountain. But I'm thinking, I just got to get out of here. So I turn around and I look, and there's this beautiful, shining light standing there with this beautiful smile on her face. Her eyes are dancing. She makes eye contact with me and says, hi. And I'm like, hi, I don't know why I'm here. I don't like women and I want to leave. And she just starts busting up. That was my introduction to Danny. And she says, no, you are in the right place. And I am so glad you're here. And my heart is beating, you know, a million miles an hour. And I'm like, okay. Oh, deep breath. I guess I can stay. <laughs> so that was my introduction to Danny. And she was just that light for the four days on the mountain. And every time I saw her, she, her eyes sparkled. Her smile was genuine. Everything about her was so transparent and so real. I'm like, wow, Laura, this, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I did have a transforming weekend. Danny was part of that. There was one part where it was a very intimate thing with the Lord involved in it. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, I've always been here and let's wait for you. And had I not allowed Danny in at that moment, I would have not been able to experience that. And it was just, it was beautiful. It just was. And it was just that moment. And she's been in my heart ever since. Okay. So we met on that retreat. Tell me, Terry, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell me why did you join the Feel Better journey? Okay. Who am I? I am a daughter of the king, first and foremost. And I am a retired lady and I have seven grandchildren. This is my second marriage. And I am 
madly in love with this wonderful man that the Lord gave me. I have three amazing, actually five amazing children. I have three from my marriage and two from my husband. And who am I? Wow, that's interesting. See, I am those things, but I'm also more than that. I'm on that road to discovery, too. I'm a cancer survivor, 30 years. I am a survivor of domestic violence and many other things. And I'm not just a survivor, I'm a thriver. And I'm a learner. I love to learn. And what drew me to the Feel Better journey was, first of all, the name, Feel Better Journey. I thought, well, that's kind of simple, isn't it? To feel better. And I have been in therapy. I still am in therapy. I'm, I have a counselor. I have done deliverance. I have done retreats. I journal. I write. I'm constantly wanting to be better and do better. But it was like there was always something missing. I needed to pray harder or pray different. And I needed to speak things differently. I needed it's like there was just always this little something that was out there that I wasn't able to grab. It's like I'd feel better for a bit, but I always fell back into the same old patterns. And I knew enough to know that those patterns weren't working, but I didn't know how to break those things. And so when I met Danny and just really was drawn to her, drawn to her, her strength and her, the transparency, God has had me on a journey of transparency and there's not a lot of transparency going on with people. And that was really a pull for me. And then we had some, just some odd things happen at a, at another retreat meeting. We had this connection with someone that was 50 years in my past. And that just blew me away. And I thought, Lord, you've got something here with me, with her. So I started listening to the podcast and I was really, really drawn with the podcast, blown away with the the depth of what Danny's understanding is and how God has put things for her. She's very articulate with her explanations, very kind. She's got a great sense of humor. So all those things are a pull for me. They all were things that drew me in. And one, I don't remember, one day we were having a conversation. I, oh, I think I reached out and said, I'm going to come see you. And then I saw when I was looking at the podcast about the journey and I thought, hmm, well, this is interesting. So I started looking at it and I was, I was scared to sign up. And I told you that. I was afraid of the commitment of time. I thought, oh, my follow through, am I actually going to do this? Am I going to be good? Because my session has been 12 weeks long. That seemed like an eternity. And oh my gosh, well, we're on week 10 now, Danny. Yeah. And I can't even believe that we've only got a couple more weeks after this. And so I just took a leap of faith and oh my goodness, it's the best thing I've ever done for myself. It truly has. I keep saying this, it's taken everything I've learned over all these years of searching. Nothing was for waste. Nothing was for want. It's all been just like putting this wonderful package with a big red bow now. It's like that little something I was looking for I can't even tell you, oh, it was this and it was that. It's everything. It's all of it. It just all flows together. But I've done the work. I listen to the podcast. I do the workbook assignments. I do it all. And I do it wanting to get better, wanting to understand. 
So I've invested not just financially, but with my time and with my heart and with my emotions, I put it all. I was like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and I just want to be better. And I am. <laughs> I am. I'm getting so much better. Yeah, so wonderful. I love it. And not that, you know, I keep kind of waiting. Well, okay, I can enjoy today because today I feel like this. But I keep waking up and it's still today. And I'm still feeling. And I'll have to be honest, there's not a whole lot that's changed that I have as far as my circumstances that I have. Gosh, I love that. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's awesome. And it's funny because you were the one who was like, Danny, I'm a great starter, but I'm not a great finisher. Like, will you still be my friend if I don't finish this? <laughs> or my deal yes. weeks in? Like, and you have been faithful, Terry. Like, it has been beautiful to watch you. You're listening to all the audios, right? You're doing the workbook pages. Yeah. You're talking in group. You're getting coached. You're encouraging others. You're letting others encourage you, which I know is hard for you to receive from these women. And so I love it. I think that's awesome. I know you said you can't name one thing specifically, but tell me what's been your biggest breakthrough thus far in the program? The biggest breakthrough has been looking at myself with a tool that you gave us with compassionate curiosity. And taking a step back and, and instead of judging myself and feeling shame, learning about shame has been huge. I thought that shame was guilt and I, that has really shifted in my mind. But the compassionate curiosity, because if you were to tell me the things about yourself that I say to myself, I'd say, Danny, how can you say that? That's not fair. Yes, you made a mistake or yeah, maybe you could have done that better, but that doesn't make you be that thing. And so stepping back and saying, hmm, well, Terry, why is that pushing a button right now? Why are you wanting to go bananas over this situation? And so often it's a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the surface thing. And I love that because it's like, oh, I need to take care of myself in this way right now. I need a boundary. I'm overdoing it. I need to step back. I need to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Whatever it is, in that moment, I'm getting better. And the other day at Home Goods, I blew it. I had this big old fat attitude and I was mad because someone cut me in the line. And then she wouldn't give me back my cash, made it go on my card. And I just had steam coming out my ears. So as I'm pushing the card out the start, I'm going, hey, Terry, really? What's going on here? And so by the time I got out to the car and settled and at ease, because I took the time with self-talk, there's so many wonderful tools. What was the root of this? And why did this push my buttons so bad? And all of those things together are just pulling it together for me oh my god oh it makes me so happy because you guys this is not just about the big things in our life this is how do we respond better in the little moments right so when you were set off at home goods which we've all been set off in different places right and to be able to have the pause to catch yourself and then to talk kindly to yourself to walk yourself through it to let it be a 30 second struggle instead of a three day or like have to, you know, send out 27 prayer requests because it triggered all these things. Like you can just yeah. see yourself with the Lord. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy, Terry. 
I did. I, I repented. I was like, Lord, please forgive me. Oh my gosh, do I need to go back in and apologize to the checker? And he's like, no, you're good. It's okay. This next time, because I kept my mouth shut with the check. I didn't, I just said my one thing, but you know, it was all internal, but yeah, it was really good. And it did. And by the end of the day, I was, I mean, not even the end of the day, by the time I got in the car and drove over to uh, Trader Joe's, it was all good. Right. And then it didn't like mm-hmm. sideswipe your whole day. It just took, able to process through it more quickly than normal. That's what it's about. It's not about not being triggered. Like if everybody's looking for a program where they don't get triggered anymore, I don't have it. Like I don't have a magic pill. I don't have a magic wand. Right. But it's like, how can I respond in a healthier way for myself, for the people around me? And that's what these tools are all about. And I know you brought up compassionate curiosity, which is huge. And, you know, we spent how many weeks kind of unpacking it. This is not just about learning it. It's not just a quote unquote Bible study, which I am so pro Bible study. I love Bible studies, but yeah. what we're doing is we're unpacking these concepts and we're applying them to life. We're walking through it together. We're how did it work? How did it not work? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing right in this? So, oh, Terry, I love that. And you brought up something I want to talk about because I love talking about shame. I love talking about shame for a couple of reasons. Number one, I swam in it for so darn long and didn't know it was shame. I just thought it was like self-loathing or self-hatred or whatever. I'm just bad or wrong or I'm, I had all these labels for myself. I always thought shame was, oh, I feel shame about something I did, which I think there is different types of shame, but I think that is definitely shame. It's also a sign of guilt, right? Because guilt and shame kind of go together in that category. But what we deal with too in the program, which Terry just talked about, is the deeper core shame of like, I am shameful. I am bad. I am unworthy. That's all shame. And until we can unpack those things through self-awareness and honestly, the power of the Holy Spirit and tools and self-reflection and others, it's we, we swim in it. We're like fish in dirty water. We don't know it's dirty till we get pulled out of it. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I was swimming in a cesspool of shame for 30 years, 40 years, 50. Like, and that's where you cannot tell it's shame until you're through it. Right. Isn't that true, Terry? Don't you think? That's a very true. It's just been in retrospect, looking back, I thought, well, yes, I've done things I feel ashamed of, but I was walking as shame, if that yes. makes sense. I was walking as just shame. I am filled with shame. I should be ashamed of myself. That was like a constant kind of thread that I wasn't even aware of. It was one of those things that was just part of, unfortunately, who I was, because I'm not anymore. But I'm, it's still a process. I'm still working through it, but I identify it now more quickly. And that's all that matters, that identifying it, right? That empowers you. So you're not the victim of it anymore because you guys, and Terry, you know this, I know this, our unconscious beliefs about us, the thoughts that we don't even know we're thinking are more powerful than even the cognitive thoughts that we think. This is why affirmations, I think, are bull hunky. <laughs> like, I am beloved. Mm-hmm. I am loved. It's like, okay, yeah, I am. But then I've got this whole narrative of like, well, but let me tell you all the times I was rejected. And let me yeah. tell you all the times where I didn't feel loved, right? So until we can deal with those unconscious beliefs, we cannot truly let these affirmations take root to transform us because we are loved. We are beloved. But why don't we feel that way? It's that deeper stuff 
that we have to get through. And I don't know any other way to do it than through tools and community and practice and applying and also having other people, you know, someone walk us through it and guide us because we just can't see this stuff ourselves. There's just so much about us we can't see about ourselves. And this is why we need safe places. And obviously the Feel Better journey is not the only place to find safe places, but this is one of those holy grounds where we can do this work in community. So, oh my gosh, Terry. Yes, I love. You're so articulate with this stuff. I love it. Thank you for that shame thing is just such a man. If that's all you got out of the program, I'm like, I'm so excited. And grief, if I can add grief to the party too. And you don't just grieve death. You grieve, or at least I grieve. I shouldn't put anybody else in the basket with me. I've been grieving circumstances. I've been grieving the life of someone I love that has gone sideways for them. And having that name of grief, oh, this is grief. Okay. I understand grief. I get grief, but I didn't get it in other circumstances that weren't connected with death. You think the only time you grieve is death. No, there's plenty of other grief to take place in life. And I think so often, as you've said, and you've brought to the forefront, grief is a big thing. And we don't give ourselves room to grieve. And grief has all those different pieces, you know? It's not just I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm bargaining. I'm doing all these things. You know, grief and shame, oh my goodness. They're like big, big pieces for me. They are. They're huge pillars. When we learn to deal with these pillars that hold our house up and when we can come to terms with them, you're spot on. I frankly think we're all grieving. I think we're all grieving. We got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Like, I think... We were created for, you know, union with God and perfect peace and all of this stuff. And then we all got kicked out of the garden. And now we're just trying to like fix it and like learn how to live. And it's hard. And so learning to thrive with these tools, I think there's no other way to do it. I think that's how God has intended it through community. And I don't know. I just don't think we can do this holy and healing work on our own. We need each other, right? We do. And it was so insightful that you said, with the ladies, because when we first started our like group texting, I had this big old text written. I don't do social media. I don't do this. I don't do that. I'm not going to be good at this. I won't respond to you guys. And I just sat there and I deleted the whole thing. I'm like, the Lord said, no, don't do that. I had this, this whole, you know, thing written out and I was going to put it out there. And I'm like, no, you're going to be different. God's have there's what do they say there's only six inches from the head to the heart but it's like the longest six inches there is so what the program has done is connected my head and my heart in a way that I didn't know was possible either it all goes together it's like okay why am I not going to give this a chance why am I going to set myself up for failure right now by telling these ladies okay you're not going to like me so let me just be prepared right now for you to reject me, for you to, so I'm going to put my, you know, my walls up and put my boundaries to keep me safe. And it's like, no, the Lord said, no, do not do that. Let's try something different. <laughs> I've tried something different and I'm so happy. I tried something different. You're ready to self-sabotage and yeah. just, right? Because that's, yeah. you're just to reject than to be rejected. Yeah. Well, the heck you know is better. Well, then the heck you don't know. 
<laughs> and you know, I already knew how to deal with that. And this is making me deal with other things that have been uncomfortable and have not felt good, but the outcome has just been wonderful. I told you that, you know, every Sunday now I'm in church, this joy. I'm like, what is this feeling? And it's like, this is joy. Why am I feeling joy? I said, it's just, if that's just ridiculous. No. You to be my age and be questioning why I feel joyful. Well, why shouldn't I feel joyful? I'm in the Lord's house. I'm worshiping. And with people I love. But it's like, well, no, why would I feel joy? I'll tell you why. Because I was afraid to feel the good because when the bad comes, it's like, okay, see, the good can only come for a second. And then the bad's going to take over. Well, now I can enjoy the good for the second and say, yeah, and I'm going to remember it when things get a little rocky. It's like setting up for the bad stuff is a lot easier than accepting the good stuff. Oh, my gosh, Terry, I love you. You're just nailing it. I mean, it's you're so right. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Okay, so. I think you've already answered this, but I'm just going to ask you. So was it worth it? Because I know it's an investment. Was it worth it? Oh, my goodness. Was it worth it? Yes. And if you are concerned, if I'm allowed to say this, I'm just going to say it. Do not let the price deter you. Do not let the time investment deter you. It is so worth it. And take it from someone who wasn't going to do it for those two reasons. And I do not regret a moment of the investment of my time or my money, because this is something that is going to stay with me the rest of my days. However long the Lord is going to allow me here, I'm going to continue. I don't want to stop this program. I want to stay with it forever, but I will continue to look back and to read and to listen and to do. I know where to go now. Oh, I'm feeling a little anxious here. Oh, I'm going to look at podcasts and I'm just giving a random podcast, but I'm going to say, you know, well, I'll say podcast number 10, the one I just finished listening to when I'm feeling uh, some things about my past. I can come here. I can listen. I can learn how to use my tools and put my tools to whatever that is that might be bothering me in that moment. So it's so definitely, please don't let that deter you. I promise you, you will not be sorry. I love that, Terry. Thank you. And by doing this and investing in me, I am not kidding. Everyone around me is happier because I'm happier. I'm better. I'm not poking the bear all the time. I'm not, you know, stirring the pot and doing the picky nonsense that I was. When I things start raising up, I've got a tool to use. I've got something to do because you do become very aware of those things popping up. If you do the work, you have to do the work. You have to invest in this. It's not like Danny says, it's not a magic wand. It's not like, oh, boom, now you're healed. No, you have to be willing to put into it. And I am willing and I am worth it. Why am I not worth it? Amen. I love that. Well, and you're right. It is a time investment, right? So you guys, just so you know, if you're interested in the Feel Better journey, there's a private podcast feed with audios that get dropped every week, anywhere between three to six short podcast. It's a private feed. It's only for people in the Feel Better journey. And it's basically the tools of the program. I share a lot of my story. There's a lot of info in there, but they're short, right? They're anywhere from like five to 10 minutes each. So it's about no more than an hour of audio a week, plus the workbook. So it plus our 90 minute meeting. So what do you spend? Like 
two hours, two and a half hours? Maybe two, maybe two hours a week. Okay. But it's the type of thing that settles into me. So I am working my program all week long. I'm working it throughout my day. I'm working it. Man, it's a journey. It this is. is point. And I always tell people, the moment you sign up, the journey begins. I mean, yeah. obviously, we dropped some download audios to you and some workbook pages, but this is a lifelong journey. And once you step over the line to like, I'm going to put myself into this and I want to feel better and I'm going to yeah. take God at his word and I'm going to do all these tools and all this stuff. It's like a lifelong, it's a journey in that it doesn't change our history. It doesn't change our circumstances. But what it does is it empowers us to thrive within it, right? To learn to see things from a different perspective. But it's a journey. Well, and I love what you said too early on in the podcast about stepping back and taking a, an aerial view, like a 360 view of things. Instead of getting so cut in the minutia sometimes, and I, I use the term, you know, like a dog with a bone. It's like, nye, nye, nye. well, sometimes you need to take the bone away from the dog and you need to step back and look at it. And that has been very helpful too. It's like, okay, so how important is this in this moment? Do I need to be fussing and, you know, fighting with it right now within myself or without myself? And that has been very helpful. That view, the perspective, that's a great word. And that's what it's done giving me different perspectives, just kinder perspectives. I have to say that I've learned how to be kinder to myself. I really have. And the ladies and Danny are so encouraging and so supportive. And that's been hard. That's been hard to be told the strengths and the things that they see. Oh, see, it's even hard for me to say that they see in me. Yes, I know I have some strengths. I get that. But to receive that, that's been really hard. <laughs> and on that's, that's part of the journey. Because I think, honestly, most Christians are not good at receiving. <laughs> we are not good at receiving and like embracing the good things about. And honestly, you guys, we are told from very young ages, we're just wretched sinner. There's nothing good in us but Jesus. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's biblical. Like, yes, we are sinners. Yes. There are things, and yes, Jesus is great, and he is within us with his Holy Spirit. However, we are also fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139 says. And so there are so many things that we have been conditioned to think about ourselves, even within Christian culture, that's not biblical. It's not healthy. It's not, it's not God is love. Like, you know, and I'm not watering down the gospel or anything like that. But, and so I am so grateful that you're learning to receive because here's the thing. We're not just dealing with like the junk and the hard things. Like we have to reframe. We have to do this mindset, heart set, body set work to see the good things within us, to see what God is doing through us, right? Because he's using each of us in our little sphere of influence. That's the reality. And so that's part of the goal of the program to empower you so you can go be your light, Terry. Ah, oh, that's, that's like something the Lord had planted in me like years and years ago, but I never knew what that looked like. And I never knew how that was. There's a lady in our group that when I first met her, I thought, oh my gosh, I want to be her friend. She's just so cool looking. And when we kind of talked about that, it just puzzled me at first because it's like, you wouldn't think I'd want to be your friend? Really? Because you're just like so awesome. All the ladies in this group are awesome. All the ladies in this group. I have learned so much from each and every one of them. And what 
surprises and amazes me is that they have so much to give and maybe they don't like get it all the way either. And they should, because I see all these wonderful gifts and talents and all of this. It's just amazing. But when that lady said, really? I'm like, well, yeah, you're so cool. (laughs) Why wouldn't somebody want to be your friend? It's just so funny to me. Right. I mean, I learned so much in each group and I always tell people like, I'm going through it with you guys. Like, yeah. you guys, I'm just here some like, you know, I'm going to teach it and, you know, be this like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a guru. Like I'm in the muck. Like I'm sharing my junk too. And I'm trying to have this transformation in myself. Right. And so, and it, embrace these places in myself that God's empowering me and dealing with my stuff. And so it's beautiful because now you guys are dear friends and you're actually yeah. together with her, I think next week. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this. You you've made a great relationship and you guys are so that's just awesome. I love that. I love it. I love it. Well, you're awesome. And I'm just so grateful that the Lord has given you this forum and that you have the insight to be able to share it because this is not something that should be kept. You got to let your light shine. It can't be kept under a basket. How's that go? So, yeah, it's so good for us. And I know that you're learning it. I see light bulbs go off on you all the time. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but that's what makes you such a good teacher because, or coach, because you're still willing. You, you don't come to us saying, oh, I got all the answers. Just do A, B, C, and D. And then you're going to just walk away and you're going to be so happy and heal. No, not at all. That's the bad part of it. It's like, come on, we're going to do this. We can do it. And we're going to get better every day and it's going to work. And yeah. Amen. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I get wrecked during this stuff because I'm like, I go through the stuff and I'm like, oh, Lord, I have more questions about my life than answers at this point. So help me, Jesus. You know, I just love you, Daddy. You're just amazing. No, and I'm so grateful. Just take the risk, friends, if you're listening and you're just not sure, just invest in yourself, invest in feeling better because I don't care how good you feel, you can still feel better. I promise. Amen. I love that. Okay. So final question. What would you say to anybody who is unsure if the feel better journey is for them or if they're on the fence? I would say, take the risk, do it. You're not going to be sorry. You truly won't come into it like a child, come into it with open eyes and open heart, open ears, be willing to learn. Don't come in with any preconceived notions or ideas. Come in just ready to be filled and ready to receive. That's what this has been so much. And that's hard for some of us is the receiving, like Danny said, but come in, just do it. I mean, like Nike says, just do it. You will not be sorry. I promise. And if you are, call me and I'll, I'll take the guff, but I can't even imagine that you will be sorry. It's well, so and, worth it. And we've had a hundred percent refund policy where if people want their money back by week three, like if they're not really yeah. And no one's ever taken me up on it. My hour and a half, my 90 minutes a week. I, that is like the highlight of my week. It's like the world stops from 2 to 3.30 is my time. I love it. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. 
Have a great week. See you next time.